so hey everybody and welcome to this week's show again it's James and Ed and tonight we are going to chat about and watch the sci-fi thriller from to the year 2000 pitch black starring Vin Diesel I can't no I don't think anybody can do Vin Diesel's but Vin Diesel can guys Vin Diesel I don't sound like Vin Diesel that's about as deep as I can go then I'm going to need a lot drink of water. <laughs> um, so we'll get them moving away, and then Ed and I will uh, chat away as we normally do. Um, it's been a while since I've watched this. When was the last time you can remember watching it? I think I watched it a couple of years back because I did um, the whole trilogy. So I did Pitch Black, Chronicles of Riddick, and then Riddick. But also I watched the uh, anime Dark Fury as well. So I think it was sort of around the time I was playing the uh, video game which came out. So what's that, Escape from Butcher Bay? Yeah. Is that on 360? 360, 360 yeah. Because that was on Xbox, 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 wasn't it? I, think, yeah, I, th- I'm, I can't remember I think it might have been like one of the last sort of titles that went through both consoles that I picked up on the 360 because I do remember seeing this at the cinema yeah same here I remember seeing it at the pictures well I'll be you know you must be in a good movie Keith David is in it you know it's going to be good I didn't realise Claudia Black's in it as well. Yeah. Again, it's another movie, isn't it, where they don't have fast and light drives. They have cryostasis. Yeah. I think in some respects it sort of... Captain's dead. ...serves quite well to the purpose of the story, because, I mean, a lot of this time if you got faster than light drives I mean none of this you wouldn't have to worry about this sort of thing He's dead. Uh, like um, Event Horizon which I watched last week I think everything that's worn and I think rather than looking like a, a an Apple store yeah. it looks better for it because You'd expect it to get filthy as hell up there. Why wouldn't it? I think as well, it gives it a bit more authenticity because the fact of the matter is, I know it's in the future. I know, obviously, it's only science fiction. But the fact of the matter is, you would not be able to afford to keep replacing every single thing that got damaged. You'd have to, it's like a car. Yeah. You know, you have to repair, and sometimes you have to repair in a crude way. So for people who don't really know the story, Pitch Black um, is it's basically a disaster movie in space where a transport ship crash lands on a planet after um, asteroids um, or meteorites asteroids I think because a meteorite have to land on a planet Um, asteroids damage the ship 
um, force them to crash land and it's then up to the crew to sort of survive for a rescue attempt um, and the question that you're left with is are they alone and will they survive um, <laughs> I've got a hole in the window <laughs> yeah the question is if that's so super hot which it appears to be Oh no, it's just the light from the planet, isn't it? It's not fire. Uh, put the brakes on. See, that wouldn't have happened if it was the Millennium Falcon. <laughs> nope. <laughs> So it's quite interesting in terms of cast as well, because this is again a B-movie. But it's, the cast has sort of moved on quite a bit and they've done quite well for yeah. themselves. I mean, ironically, you've got two connections to the Fast and Furious series, because you've got Cole Hauser, yep. who plays Johns, who's the bounty hunter that has captured Richard B. Riddick, who is played by Vin Diesel. So Cole Hauser was a bad guy in Too Fast, Too Furious. Yeah, yeah. And of course, Vin Diesel's Dominic Toretto. <laughs> so as well, for people who have not seen this before, spoiler alert, in the original draft, Riddick's supposed to die. Also in the original draft, Riddick was supposed to be a woman. Yes, <laughs> I knew, yeah, fem any females, yeah, female. <laughs> <laughs> See, now this is the thing. He's going to die. Wouldn't you just pull the thing out because that's what she said it's too close to his heart if they pulled it out he died virtually instantaneously because yeah. he'd bleed out so would you watch him suffer or would you pull it out take him out quickly race well, it is interesting isn't it I mean he has this huge spike straight through his chest I mean there's several ways to take him out surely they must have some kind of weapon on board or they curb stomp him. You know, one of the. <laughs> I'm not really suggesting they curb stomp. <laughs> well, maybe. But um, the planet that they land on is really interesting because it's permanent interesting. daylight for a set period of time, and then hence the title, pitch black. It's several, several cycles of darkness. Apparently the desert in which they filmed, it was only like 50 degrees, so to make it look really hot they had to spray everybody with lots of water on a regular basis. To be honest with you, I think that's 
quite good in a way. It's better to be cool and need some effects put in there than be roasting art. Well, it's better for the actors, there's no doubt about yeah. that. Because I believe this is where they um, did, is it Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome as well? Oh, Thunderdome, did film Thunderdome here. Yeah. But she did want to kill you all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, in the game I did escape from the Mexican security prison. From Butcher Bay. There's, there's, uh, in the game then, there's um, John's capture at the end. Is right at the very end, yeah. So no matter what you do, you get caught. Yes. So it's just sort of a lead up to pitch black. Pitch black. Because that's Vin Diesel's um, actually production company, isn't it? Yeah, I think John's comes right in at the end, and I can't remember if you are captured straight at the end, but there is the inevitability. Yeah. That's where John's captures him. So for people who don't know much about Riddick, he, um, his eyes are different, so they're designed to enable him to see better in the dark. And he's, I don't, he's not explained in this, but I think it is explained in the subsequent films that he's a different, he's a he's, Furian. He's Furian. The, it's a bit weird because I think in this, he, it's like you said, you don't find out where he came from or any any of his backstory. I think that comes from uh, Chronicles of Riddick. Yeah. Um, but in the video game, you do find out obviously where he gets the special eyes from because he's actually. He, I think in the game, because in this he says you get a, you pay somebody to give you a yeah. surgery to get it, but in the game you're actually given the eyes because somebody needs you to do something. But you could actually buy contact lenses like this because they were prototypes. Yeah, yeah, I read that as well. Because he. Um, Because that, in as I understand, some of the it's all different law, and whether it applies or not is very, very different. But he was some kind of um, he was a pilot. The character of Riddick was a pilot, and then he was brought into like a special forces unit, and then he disobeyed orders, and that's how he ended up in Butcher Bay. Looks a little bit like Commander Sex Pest's uh, shotgun there. <laughs> It's like a mining colony of the planet, isn't it? If I remember correctly. I think they were doing something like that there, yeah. Because they got their the tunnels. Yeah. In the one part. See, that's the only thing that, that, that gets me. He's burying them bodies. Like, well, how's he dragging them miles away? Doesn't... <laughs> yeah. They're unusual trees as well, aren't they? So that's quite a good find. Unless they're... I don't imagine they're... 
not trees. Yeah. The bones of a giant dinosaur or creature instead, which is what they really are. Shortage of breath, probably. <laughs> Eventually. Sometimes when you see the skeletal structure of these type of creatures, it's much more impactful than actually when they CGI or render them in some other form. I do like that, that you can see <laughs> Riddick. We can see him. Yeah, that's what I quite like, because Riddick was ready to kill her then, and then he heard her say that yeah. she was going to kill everybody on board. Yeah, like you, I don't quite get why that guy's gone so far away from the camp. I know it sounds terrible to bury people out that far, but I mean, you've got a massive groove where the ship just crashed. You could place the bodies in there respectfully, cover them over. It's not going to make a difference. But instead, you go miles away from camp. Which means something's going to happen to you. Well, the question is, <coughs> they're expecting to be rescued. So, why would they bury anybody anyway? Lost in space. Exactly. <laughs> See, it's, what I do think is quite clever is that it's got the um, the colours very desaturated so it's to give your eyes the illusion that it's so bright there that you can just about see but you know that it's an unusual light yeah I'd say that's the um, girliest looking boy I've ever met in my entire life No amount of baggy clothes is going to disguise that fact. No. Or the voice, which is very good anyway. Exactly. Mind you, you and I know a few people whose voices <laughs> are high-pitched. <laughs> For the uh, audio listeners, Riddick is sat relaxing in a sun lounger, probably about 100 feet away, watching them having a drink. Or to quote uh, Hans Gruber, what are we churning? 20%. Gunshot. <laughs> I swear that guy just likes burying bodies. I swear that guy's got no conscience as well, he just murdered some poor sap. <laughs> and then just said, Crikey, I thought it was Riddick. And now I'll go bury him, and so nobody knows. Next thing. You find a hole on a desert planet that you've never been to before. Do you stick your head in that hole, or do you leave it alone? What's quite good, and what I like, is you've got a cut seat, you've got a, 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 a nice cut there, where you've got Claudia Black racing, and you've got a guy quick cuts between him something attacking him and you're not quite sure what's happened yeah. only the fact that he's toast that's 
very nice. Let's just beat Swear people up. <laughs> Let's get really, really, really close. It's funny because he's portrayed in a certain way. Yet. He's not what you led to believe either. I mean, he's a killer. <laughs> not what you can call a stand-up guy, but as you, even as you start watching through the other movies, you find out he has got principles, and the majority of the times he only really kills out of necessity yeah not out of a self-preservation self, self always yeah. isn't it right one dude's just been down there and got killed mushed to death so what are we going to do we're going to send somebody else in really good idea I think it's like you said as well, it's really well done because when you're outside, it does look bright, but when you go into a darker place, the picture clears up. Yeah, it's, it's more what you'd expect from standard lighting. Now I know it's, it's just, I just think it's, it's a very, very simple technique that gives the film a very different look and not something you get to see very often. So it's all well and good having that thing tied round her waist, but if they yank her backwards, she could just smash her head. Uh, at least we know he's dead. Or maybe not, he could <laughs> just be permanently disabled now. Yeah, that's the thing for me, I'd have just done hooked it. Yeah, well I don't quite understand why she's not done that. You've got all those people, and they, they take obviously one power cell. Wouldn't it be easier where you've got more people there to take as much as you possibly can? Because then if you've got to go back, yeah. you're going back for less. <laughs> Your like, turn? Yeah. It's got a huge big bucket. <laughs> I do like that fact. They take one little sip each. Yeah, he's there with his big bucket. So, we've got... Um, a list of films that on the IMDb all like pitch black. Tell me if you've seen them. If you have, let's have a bit of a rating review of them. Okay. So, um, I've not seen this movie. Uh, don't know if you have. Babylon AD. Yes. Seen it. I wouldn't really say it's much like pitch black. <laughs> it has got Vin Diesel in it, but as anything else goes it, it, it's futuristic -y. Um to be honest with you I'd sort of give it probably a six and a half it's not bad the big thing that I was disappointed with about the film was probably the last 20 minutes yeah because it got you know, it was it was good, 
but then all of a sudden it had this weird bit of a blip towards the end okay where you just kind of think this is now a little bit too far-fetched whereas if they'd left it it would have probably just flowed through a bit better yeah what else is on there blade blade (laughs) no more like this blade is, is, are we talking about the one with Wesley Snipes? Yes. Yeah, not the terrible TV series. I'd probably give that an eight, because it's a good film, but... Um, are there vampires in these tunnels on this planet? Not as far as I know. I suppose the only thing you could say is to do with uh, night time, because vampires die in the daytime. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> so... Uh... Yeah, don't go investigating strange sounds. Um, yeah, so I, I probably, I've obviously have seen Blade as well. I think we went to see yeah. it in the cinema together, didn't we? Yeah. Um, yeah, and I, I, I'm quite a strong believer that a lot of people seem to quite quickly forget about Blade when they're talking about the superhero uh, genre development. So after. Batman and Robin almost destroyed everything. <laughs> he then had Blade, which was um, an 18. It was full of blood, full of bad language. Everything violent to the is no tomorrow, yet totally different to anything else. And it was really good, and I really enjoyed it. You know, it's not the greatest film ever made, but for me, that's where the start of the superhero movies began. Not with X-Men in 2000. I think X-Men took it forward and really catapulted it. And then you got Spider-Man and all those others. Mm. But it, it started with Blade. Um, particularly with for Marvel. And I, and I think... <laughs> talking about... Um, talking about Marvel... Um, I think they're planning to do something with Blade at some point. No, don't go in the dark. That was bad. Um, so next on the list is Blade 2. I like it. It's a Guillermo del Toro film and you can tell it's a Guillermo del Toro film. It's very different to the original. Um, it doesn't have the classic line about people trying to ice skate uphill <laughs> but the first one did um, and it was, it's quite surreal for us as Brits because Luke Goss from a boy band called Bross was the main bad guy in Blade 2 um, but yeah I liked it you know I would give it an 8 as the same I've given the original Blade I'll give an 8 what about you? yeah it's the same Blade Trinity not so much well, that's funny enough. That is next on the list. Blade Trinity is terrible. Um, I will give thumb, thumbs up for Ryan Reynolds because I thought he was really good in the film and he was doing his best. But he definitely had Wesley Snipes who was not interested in the slightest bit of being in that film. Uh, yeah, Dominic Purcell as Dracula, totally miscast. 
Triple H was in it. There was a vampire dog. <laughs> it was just, it just was not very good at all. I think that's when we saw it at the cinema as well, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> um, so I think we saw all three of them at the cinema, didn't we? Yeah, I think we did. Next up. Oh, your son's dead. Not yeah. good. <laughs> Movie that we spoke about last week, Event Horizon. So I can kind of see if you're watching Pitch Black, yeah, you'd look at Event Horizon at the same yeah. time. Sci-fi, very entertaining, yada, yada, yada. Uh, next on the list, um, probably, it looks like they're doing a fourth Riddick movie. It's called Furia. Yeah. Looks like it's... Um, production's been announced, so... Um, We'll wait and see. Then the next one is Hellboy. Which I do like. I like Hellboy. And I like Hellboy 2 as well. But then I do like um, Guillermo del Toro a lot. Um, and I think Hellboy 2 is better than Hellboy. Yeah. <coughs> I definitely agree with you there. I thought Hellboy, the original... It's a good movie, but some of it was just didn't make. Because I think we went to see that at the pictures, and I think what didn't make sense is those really small, like dog type things were really really hard to kill. But yeah. the last thing he fought, he killed in like twenty seconds. Yeah, <laughs> it's sort of negated. Yeah, it's sort of. <laughs> um. <clears throat> Next up is Pandorum. Yes. I've not seen that. So it's... I, I really enjoyed that film. It, it got tanked. It, you know, it had a lot of bad reviews. But I really, really did enjoy that film. So it's Dennis Quaid. Yeah. And um, Ben Foster, isn't it? They're, yeah. they're the sort of two main leads. What you get is... A guy wakes up from it's basically like it is cryo sleep. Yeah. And he finds that virtually everybody is dead. So he goes to find the captain. Dennis Quaid's the captain. Yes. And you know um they're trying to figure out what's happened and basically on the ship are these feral people and they're going round trying to kill Ben Foster yeah and there's he meets this woman and they're trying to kill her as well and and her her friend um and it's basically it is quite gory. I can see it understand why it's like got the event horizon thing, but it is. They are basically just people, and what you figure out at the end of the film is they're not in cryo sleep. A lot of the people have died. They have been eaten. Yeah. But Dennis Quaid keeps seeing this younger crew member. Yeah. 
but it's him. It's, okay. he's psychologically, he's lost it. He's talking to himself. And I think he has done something. But what you find out is this ship is not in space. It has actually crashed on a planet and it's gone under the ocean. Okay. So, and they've been there for a long, long time. And some of the people have been coming out, are gradually coming out of cryo. They're the ones that are, some of them are feral. And obviously some of them are, are good and it's sort of like that. I, I really enjoyed it. I mean, it is a little bit gory yeah. in places, but cool. it, it is enjoyable. Um, next up is Resident Evil with Emilia Jovic. It's not a terrible movie. You know, don't get me wrong. I mean, it's an enjoyable comedy if you wish to watch that sort of thing. But to be honest with you, it's like we've always said. It's just not like Resident Evil. No, it's a super-powered woman versus zombies. Yeah. And it, it just... and. They start spamming in some of the characters from the games, but it's just total rubbish. Because I, I, I do, just, I, like you, I, I just I really struggle with Resident Evil because if you take off the title Resident no. Evil and you call it something else, you work. wouldn't. It probably would be fine in terms of well. Not that it would be fine, because it's still the same film. That doesn't make any difference at all. But there's an added layer of expectation, I think. Yeah. Because if you grew up playing the games, particularly the first three, you have got a, a bit of a clear indication about what you thought from a movie would happen and how they would do it. So you've got the first one, which is a brilliant haunted house storyline now you're not going to do giant spiders and all that type of stuff why would you <coughs> but you could do some form of infection inside a property that is supposed to be a top secret facility for a for a multinational business something's gone wrong and therefore someone's got to go in and find out there's somebody who needs rescuing whatever which would bring in the stars team and everything would kind of make sense. I forgot she's a drug addict. But it's not her, it's John's, John's isn't it? John's a drug addict. Yeah. So who are you really? Why you'd want to stick a needle in your eye? It's beyond me. No, Unless it's me. Dead Space 2 and then you die. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then Resident Evil 2, which for me, in terms of a game, is the best of the series. I love Resident Evil 2. I think it's got cracking, two cracking stories. But at the time, it's revolutionary because really you got two games for the price of one on separate discs. They were done in a very different way. There was no degree of difficulty. Like if you chose the character that you went in the first game, you had a greater level of difficulty if you played with Chris rather than playing with Jill, which rightly or wrongly just seems a bit bonkers because the difficulty should have been exactly the same it's just your skill set slightly different 
but I thought it was a great story all the way through. You never knew you were safe in Resident Evil 2 because the boss character could just appear at any yeah. time in the game. He'd be walking on a corridor, the next thing you know, the thing's trying to be, get to you. Ooh, it's danger time, sun's the setting. Um, and then you had Resident Evil 3, which went back and focused on Jill Valentine and the final sort of hours of Raccoon City. I thought that would have been ideal, really. Could have kept it, and instead they just went with the movies, they just went all over the place. Anyway. Resident Evil, <laughs> it, yeah. I give it a six out of ten, and nothing more than that. Um, <laughs> next up on the list, bizarrely enough, is um, Riddick. Not Chronicles of Riddick. Is Riddick? No, the third one. Yeah. No, I'd say it is a lot like this film now, because obviously they. Um, like, because the second one is vastly different in a way, because obviously you've got the like the main bad guys come to the planet, and obviously he's fighting a enemy that is human in a way. But in the third film, the Riddick film, obviously he's back on the planet and you've got the water scorpion things, haven't you? So I've not wait, seen it. You so. haven't seen Riddick? No. It's very, very similar to this, but what happens is he gets left on a planet and he learns to survive there on his own. He's left for dead. And what happens is... Um, a group of mercenaries comes for him and it's John's father so he's not too happy because he wants to know what's happened to his son but what happens is they need to get off the planet but I think they need some fuel cells or something Yeah. but it starts to rain and on the planet he's on, because it goes dark and it's rained, there's these creatures on there. They're like water scorpions. They come from under the soil when it rains and they just kill everything that moves. So it's got a vet. I mean, it's, it's virtually pitch black, but uh, with a different yeah. sort of thing. But the thing is, um, I thought it was very good actually. I really did enjoy, enjoy it. I'll have to check that one out. Um... Starship Troopers. Yeah. I like that movie a lot. Um words. Highly recommend it. It is probably one of the most sarcastic films of all time. <laughs> then Chronicles of Riddick, which tried to create this mythos and mythology around Riddick which I think did as much did a huge amount of damage because the best thing about the character is he's a mystery you don't know much about him he doesn't seem to know a huge amount about himself other than the fact that he will do anything to survive yeah and when you start to over complicate super 
super simple characters, things tend to um, go downhill very, very quickly. I think it was too long, lots and lots of flaws, but anyway. Next sort of recommendation on here would be The Fifth Element. I wouldn't really, I'd put it in a sci-fi, sci-fi obviously genre, because it is, but I wouldn't really, as an alternative to this, probably not. <laughs> no, it's very, very different to this. I think if you were talking about Star Wars and you wanted an alternative, you probably would pick The Fifth Element. If you were talking about Time Bandits, you might pick The Fifth Element. Yeah. Then weirdly, this must be purely based on the fact that... Oh, somebody's going to get bit in half. <laughs> I, forgot, I forgot she got wasted. Hmm. I think kind of think she'd be in shock and she wouldn't do that. Anyway, here's Triple X. That's just because it's got Vin Diesel in it. Which is just surreal. So well, let's click on Starship Troopers and let's say you might also like, because I always find this quite amusing on the IMDb. Let's see if we can, it's almost like six degrees of Kevin Bacon. <laughs> but that's an amazing first picture. First picture on the page, by the way, is um, someone having both their legs removed. Or well, that's someone being more precisely being Michael Ironside. So <laughs> in two movies that... Um, I really, really like. You've got Michael Ironside who gets his, loses both his arms and his life in total recall, <laughs> and then in this one he loses his legs. Um, so let's have a look. More like this. Oh, you know you're in a world of trouble, man. Wow. The first four films on here. Good, actually the first five films on here are going to make you laugh right you ready <laughs> okay first one Armageddon so Michael Bay's Armageddon is you might like this if you watch Starship Troopers next up is Blade which we've just spoken about yeah. then Hellboy then Mars Attacks Mars Attacks which is more comedy than anything mm. else. Then Men in Black. Then Pitch Black. And then you've got one of my favourite films of the 1980s. Predator. Then one of my least favourite films, but it's not terrible, of the very early 90s. Predator 2. <laughs> and then and what's wrong with Predator 2 well it's, it's got Gary Boosie in it well <laughs> actually that, that's that's what gave it an extra point in my 7 out of 10 rating on the IMDB um, what I do like about Predator <laughs> 2 in particular that does make me laugh is well actually there's two things first thing is the Jamaican drug gangs who try to take on the Predator <laughs> when they're fighting the Colombians. So I think that's hilarious. And then um, I like the fact that Bill Paxton's in it. He tries to play like some kind of hero cop, which doesn't really work. 
Um, the next one then is Predators. It must be because you've got Predator, Predator, Predator. Um, which I didn't think was... Um, it's not overly bad. I think it's the period in Lawrence Fishburne's life there where he started to uh, enjoy his food a lot more and exercise a little <laughs> bit less. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's different bit of casting for Adrian Brody. I wasn't too... The one thing I didn't really like about it is the fact that they've got like these two tiers of Predator. Yeah. So you've got a normal Predator and you've got to have a Super Predator. Why would you have a Super Predator? The Predator themselves... You don't need to have a next... They are terrifying enough. You don't need to have something above them that hunts predators. Yeah, that's the thing. I think when I went to see it, I, I enjoyed it. I mean, the big. I think the big thing that disappointed us both about that film is in the trailer is when the guy goes around yeah. the corner and you see all the Predator's laser beams on him and you're thinking, oh, they're in a world of trouble. But when you watch the film... It's not there. No. <laughs> that was awesome and that is terrible, terrible trailer trickery. The worst bit of trailer trickery I've ever seen though is in the trailer for Star Trek Insurrection. So in Star Trek Insurrection, the idea being of course that the um, Enterprise is doing something and it's putting them at odds with the rest of the Federation. So you have this sequence, this battle sequence where it looks like the Enterprise has been attacked by loads of Federation starships. So you sat there watching the trailer thinking, oh my God, this could be just like the best Star Trek film ever. And none of that happens in the movie. <laughs> All they've done is recut bits from um, Star Trek First Contact and made it look like the Enterprise has been attacked <laughs> when in fact that's not even the case. It's a really terrible piece of movie marketing a total insult um, anyway going back to the list <laughs> Robocop well it actually be quality to have Robocop with you <laughs> oh that's nice little, little kid got split in half um, I kind of think that, that makes sense because it is sci-fi horror action Robocop 2, which is just god awful. Cost time Robocop 2. What about Robocop 3? Oh. With ninja robots. Well, you've got these ninjas, haven't you, that are supposedly faster, more, a, a more up to date model than him. I think it's a bit where he flies. <laughs> No, I'll take it back. The bit where he gets shot in the chest with a grenade launcher, which doesn't explode, he just dents his chest. And then he's out of action for ages because he needs a heart transplant. <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> Look at You just think, I just, just don't get it. And then you've got his partner who'd been with him all that time. She'd survived all those other incidents. And then she just gets wasted in like 10 seconds in this movie. She's like, what? Um, Starship Troopers 2 I've never seen it well I have seen Starship Troopers 2 
and I'm going to give you a recommendation. Don't watch it. Because <laughs> it is a big pile of. Well, the next one then is Starship Troopers 3. Which I haven't seen, because after watching Starship Troopers 2, it put me off watching Starship Troopers 3. So in this one, Colonel Johnny Rico. So Johnny Rico is called Back Into Action to Defeat the Bergs. <laughs> it's uh, got a 4.3 average out of 10. What else have we got here? Another Starship Troopers film I've never heard of. So then again, The Fifth Element is recommended. Okay. Then another one of my favourite films from the 1980s, The Running Man. Great film. I love The Running Man. That was one of my first 18s. I rented that from our town, our town library. Well, I say I did. Uh, I went to a mate's house and his mum rented it for us. I think it was probably about 12. And can, just, you get can, can we get Could you get us a video, please? Well, just brilliant. Such uh, a good movie. Such a great concept as well and actually it just goes to show you doesn't it that it was predicted that yeah we'd have these reality TV shows where people would do anything to become famous and they do yeah, yeah. Uh, then a, an even better Schwarzenegger movie Total Recall which I love and they just should never have made that god awful film with Colin Farrell in it terrible I didn't mind the fact that they remade it I can I can accept it look in the past there have been plenty of uh, adaptations of novels and I can I can understand that I get it fine you've got to make money you've got to go with a property that people can engage with and all that type of stuff but Put him back on Mars. Don't have him having some bloody lift that goes from Great Britain down to Australia. What the hell? Awful. <laughs> Unlike the original. You said clear. I said it looks clear. Looks clear. clear. <laughs> that extra bit of time is very well done um, then bizarrely uh, but I do love it True Lies um. so what I want you to do is from this list of films that I've just gone through pick one and then let's see what's recommended from those so we'll go with the fifth element right fifth element Ready? seeing as it's been Picked for two films currently. Okay. So you've got in your in your first top three cast list, this might give you an indication. So you've got Bruce Willis, Milo Jovic, Gary Oldman. I'm gonna predict and I'm not you can tell 
the listening audience. Yeah. I've not seen what's on this more like this list. I'm going to say that Die Hard <laughs> is definitely going to appear here. Yeah. Resident Evil is definitely going to appear here. And probably Bram Stoker's Dracula is going to appear here. The other worrying thing is, because Chris Tucker is on this list here... Oh, Rush Hour? I think Rush Hour is going to appear <laughs> yeah. as well. So, Oh, you might just get lucky. It might be Rush Hour 2. Rush Hour 2. Or it might be lucky and get Rush Hour 3. <laughs> right. So, I could be completely wrong. First up, when you've got more like this, 15 titles, Armageddon, what the hell? <laughs> District 9, great film. Great film. District really, Nine. really yeah. like that film. Equilibrium. It's a good film. It is an interesting film, definitely. But, would I put it in with a fifth element? Probably not. I oh, See, I would put Equilibrium in with this, in with... Pandora in with Event Horizon because it's an extreme futuristic view. Yeah. I'd probably though also group Equilibrium if I was looking at V for Vendetta I'd expect yeah. them two to come together because it's a similar sort of theme, totalitarian society all that type of stuff. Anyway next up Gettica You're going to love these next ones. iRobot. Mm. Men in Black. <laughs> okay. Minority Report. Okay. <laughs> Predator. Oh, yeah, because... You know, because I'll tell you what, if Predator had been in Fifth Element, that film would have been over in about five minutes. I know. <laughs> Robocop <laughs> Starship Troopers This is where it gets really weird The Day After Tomorrow And then it just goes Completely ludicrous Matrix Reloaded And The Matrix Revolutions But not The Matrix Total Recall War of the Worlds So we were wrong Completely Oh and another guy's dead at least it's the uh, horrible one. Um, right, where next? I'll tell you what, I'll let you pick one this time round. Right, eeny meeny moe, <coughs> I'm going for Men in Black. Men in Black 2. <laughs> if you like Men in Black 1. Men in Black 2. Oh my life, that is so bad. I know, let's do the same film on over again, but this time Will Smith's got to wake up Tommy Lee Jones. Here we go. Right. This must purely be the fact that Will Smith's in this movie. Are they all Will Smith movies in the list? Armageddon. Again. <laughs> okay. Bad Boys. Hancock. I Am Legend. I Robot. <laughs> Independence Day. 
MIB3, <laughs> MIB2, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, Pirates of the Caribbean at the World's End. Okay. Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Man's Chest. Sherlock Holmes with Robert Downey Jr. Spider-Man. Oh yeah, well, I, actually, I, I can I can quite see Men in Black and a Spider-Man crossover. I reckon that would work really well. Spider-Man 2. <laughs> the day after tomorrow, Fifth Element and Transformers. Okay. Just surreal. Totally surreal. Now, Hancock is very much a softened down version of what the original concept was because the original concept was called At Night He Comes <laughs> not in that sense <laughs> so the, this is what it is the original screenplay was much darker apart from being a low life Hancock was supposed to be sexually frustrated because he couldn't have sex with a woman without killing her the MPAA so that's the American <laughs> Motion Picture Association actually cleared a scene involving Hancock's explosive orgasm but it was removed from the final cut because the test audience didn't find it funny. <laughs> the tone was light and considerably for a summer release aimed at a wider audience, but the MPAA gave the film an R rating twice before language and finance cuts resulted in a PG-13, which just shows to show you, because it's all over the place. So, from Hancock, where do we go? Where do we go? Okay. Hitch. From Hancock to Hitch. Well, he is a superhero of love. I know. Except when he meets... Um, is it Eva Mendes? Eva Mendes. Yeah. And then he falls apart. He can't cope. I am legend. I robot. Men in black. Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Pirates of the Caribbean at World's End. Why would anybody want to recommend Pirates of the Caribbean at World's End? It's one of the worst films I've ever seen. Sherlock Holmes, again. Spider-Man, Spider-Man 2, Spider-Man 3. Again, why would anybody recommend Spider-Man 3? It's gone. Well, I, I'd, I'd recommend Spider-Man 3 if you wanted to waste two hours of your life. Well, either that or you want to see... Or either that or you want to see emo Tobey Maguire, which is quite amusing, and his horrible dance routines... They really want you to watch The Day After Tomorrow. The Pursuit of Happiness. Never in a million years watch that film. Transformers. Now this one really comes out of left field, this next one. Troy. Troy? Really? And then World War Z. Okay. Well, well I'll pick Transformers then, because, I mean... Basically, I mean, you've got premise, Transformers. Robots. So let's see how many robot films you can get in there. I'm, I'm wondering if maybe The Day the Earth Stood Still might be in there. See, what they should automatically recommend is if you click on the first Transformers movie, it should say, don't be stupid, watch Transformers the movie from 1985. Yes, which is, if you have seen, have you seen that's getting a 4K yes. update? Have it on pre-order. <laughs> Looking forward to that. Okay, so, oh my life. Avatar. Which Avatar are we talking about? Are we talking Avatar The Last Airbender or Avatar The Blue 
people who was who who's now getting it's Fern Gully in space. Yeah, so the one that's getting four sequels. Yeah. Oh. And now we're back to the film, just before we do that, and uh, Johns and Riddick are fighting because obviously they don't like one another. Oh, and he's just dislocated his arm, put it back in. Oh, nice. So what else is on the list? Because I'm pretty sure Avatar and Transformers don't. Bizarrely, it's not official by any means because this is where it gets a bit weird. Transform the next Transformers film called Bumblebee for some bizarre reason, but we know that's not the case. Uh, Hancock. I am Legend. Unsurprisingly, Men in Black, Pirates of the Caribbean at the World's End, Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Man's Chest. So it's not recommending the one decent Pirates of the Caribbean movie. Oh, it must be having. It's got to be tripping. Spider Man, Spider Man Two, Spider Man Three, The Amazing Spider Man. And then why or why or why would it ever think about of suggesting the Amazing Spider Man Two? Oh, nice. I didn't realise John got his head bitten off. I've forgotten that. Yeah. And then Transformers, I think that must be the TV series. The G1 classic. Yes, it is. And then, blimey, you've got Transformers 7 and Transformers 8, which is just listed here. Then you've got Transformers Age of Extinction, which I've not seen. And I understand this. Two hours forty-five minutes long. Age of Extinction. Is that the one with Mark Wahlberg? Yeah. It's not overly bad, but it's not overly good either. <laughs> That's not exactly a ringing endorsement, there, mate. <laughs> no, no, no. It's not overly bad. <laughs> it's kind of shit. It's yeah. not kind of shit. I think it's one of those films <laughs> where I think if you took forty minutes out of it and made it two hours long it would have worked really well. How about taking 90 minutes out of it and making it 90 minutes long? Well, if you made it 90 minutes long, you, you'd probably lose some of the really cool CGI special effects of the entire planet getting wiped out again. And, you know, everything... That, that's the only thing with Transformers. I mean, they destroy absolutely everything. Yeah, everything's rebuilt within, like, two years. Which Remember is, Chicago. Yes. Transformers Dark of the Moon. Oh. Transformers Revenge of the Fallen. Oh. 
And then the latest one is called Transformers The Last oh, Night. Night. Yeah. Plot is unknown. Well, <laughs> I bet you. No, there won't be a plot in the first place. No, I bet you. When it comes up on the Internet Movie Database, and it says if you have seen this film, we recommend. I bet you, Pirates of the Caribbean at World's End, Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Man's Chest, and Spider-Man One, Two, and Three will be in that. Well, let's find out. Let's find out. Before I do move on. One of the funniest things I ever saw when I first joined Twitter was um, a, I found a picture on the internet and it was said, you know when you go for the Oscars and they, they're putting this pitch, like, as you would do for any marketing business, and what you're trying to say is, where this is our awards package, this is we want to win an Oscar. For your consideration, Transformers. Age of Extinction. Really? Best picture, best actor, best dog. What the hell is that all about? Anyway, yeah, I suppose you could, they, they could have gone for the wooden spoon. So here we go. So a lot of these are to be confirmed. Uh, how can you have them on a list of if you have seen this movie? I uh, know, but this is more like this. So oh, more, more like, like this. more like Transformers: The Last Night. <laughs> Okay. So Transformers, uh, uh, the last night is due out here next year, 2017. Anyway, Fast Eight, April 2017. Okay. Patriots Day. I have no idea what Patriots Day. But that's another Marky Mark movie. Oh, so that's about the Boston bombing. Pirates of the Caribbean. Dead Men Tell No Tales. So, Johnny Depp's after a payday. Power Rangers. Apparently. Power Rangers. Well, it's Power got, Rangers is supposed to be a lot darker. Well, I don't think it matters if it's not dark, if it's dark or not, because you've got Elizabeth Banks as Rita Repulsa, mm -hmm. and you've got Brian Car Cranston in it. A Zordon, isn't it? Yeah, he's Zordon. Yeah. March 2014, 2017. Yeah. Um, See that might be quite cool because he can make maybe he can put on his uh, water white accent and uh, tell the Power Rangers to go out and make some uh, crystal blue. And he turns around and goes, "I'm the one that knocks." Um, the Mummy with Tom Cruise. Oh well, uh, that that that's obviously if that gets that gets made because obviously his Mission Impossible Six is currently well the mummy's in in post production so they've done oh, all the filming. That's all right then because the uh, Mission Impossible Six has been stopped indefinitely due to a pay dispute. They haven't really done a lot to it so far, so they're doing all right. Yeah. Uh, the Six Billion Dollar Man with Mark Wahlberg. Because it's going to cost you six billion now to rebuild somebody. Then, of course, Transformers, Transformers Seven, Transformers Eight, Transformers, Nine, all the 10, other ones. 11 and twelve. Uh, and then <laughs> War of the Planet of the Apes.
He is proper vicious, isn't he? He definitely is. Already. <laughs> yeah, I think when you got his creature's guts to fall out. <laughs> so. Where where should we go next? Tell you what, yeah, I know what to do. Let's go from Power Rangers and let's see where Power Rangers takes us. Well, I'll tell you what, they just cannot catch a break on this planet, can they? They've been running, doing really well, staving off the beasts with fire, and now it's raining. So, if you go from Power Rangers, you get the Baywatch movie with The Rock, Fast 8, uh, it looks like another remake of Friday the 13th, which I don't, oh, it's, <laughs> Ghost in the Shell, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, mm -hmm. which comes out, uh, I think it's, yeah, 28th of April 2017 in the UK. So we get it before our friends in the United States. Oh, so you should have just left your boy there. It's harsh. Yeah, well, all three of his kids have died. Um, Kong Skull Island. MMPR, MMPR, I don't know what that's about. A new group of superhuman Power Rangers must work together to stop Lord Zed from dominating the human race and the world. That's a fun film. Yeah. Pirates of the Caribbean, Power Rangers TV, Rings, which I think is the third of the yeah. Ring movies, Rise of the Green Ranger. <laughs> Getting Power Rangers crazy. Tommy Oliver has awakened from some after being captured by Reach Repulse and he is to fulfill his duty and destroy the other Power Rangers. That's obviously a fan film. Uh, Spider-Man Homecoming. Zordon of Eltar, what the hell is that? <laughs> Fan film? <laughs> yeah, how Zordon became what he is and how he obtained the power coins as well as hidden secrets that have changed the lives of humanity forever. Written and directed by Cisco Davis Jr. <laughs> to be honest with you, sometimes though you look at fan films and they aren't really good, they have come up with a great some great concepts. Well, um, the fan film Batman Dead End is totally brilliant. It goes completely ludicrous when it drops Alien and Predator in it, <laughs> but the actual build-up where it's just Batman versus the Joker is phenomenally good. Really good. That seems to go into fan movie heaven. Super Task Force 1. 
sounds totally amazing. Action adventure biography. <laughs> okay. From 2013. 15 years ago, the Super, the Super Task Force 6 was shut down in secret by the evil Emperor Zagal. Since then, he has been working on a super weapon powered by all six armors. When a former enforcer realizes this plan, he risks his life to steal Unit Green and passes it off to a completely unprepared Jason. Can Jason keep Unit Green out of Zagal's clutches? If the Super Task Force sits, couldn't beat Zagal. Uh, what hope is there for the Super Task Force 1? <laughs> well, obviously, there's got to be some chance, otherwise you wouldn't make a movie. <laughs> Bizarre. Amazing. There's loads of these fun movies. <laughs> Though this might be one of my favourite titles I've read in a long time. Oh, Riddick's leaving them behind. <laughs> it's all about survival. Captain Z and the Terror of Leviathan. In 1714, Captain Zachary Zakari, double Z to his mates, <laughs> stops a group of possessed townsfolk from using a powerful amulet that would leak that would have released the ultimate evil, the Leviathan. Fast forward to 2014, and the amulet is again in the wrong hands. Can Captain Z save the Earth? Well, Captain Z can't be alive 300 years later. Not unless he was put in stasis or witchcraft was used to... I like this as well. Zoltan Zilli played Captain Z. <laughs> Amazing. Then along this list you've got... Oh dear. Degenerate. <laughs> Everyone Must Die. Power Rangers Ninja Steel. <laughs> Wicked. Yes. That sounds awesome actually. That's a TV series. That's a new TV series. <laughs> Wicked. Then you've got Power Rangers Dino Bots, Dino Charge yeah. or whatever. Oh, that's a TV series. Right? Power Rangers Mega Force. That's a TV series. Power Rangers Time Force. That's a TV series. <laughs> Teenagers with Attitude. Oh, <laughs> what the hell is this all about? Teenagers with Attitude is a new update version of the original Mighty Morphin Power Rangers reimagined. Re That's exactly what it says reimagined. Not reimagined, reimagined. Quality. Not, so that is not only a, a new, film. new film or TV series, but with new English language. Yeah, exactly. Teenagers with Attitude. <laughs> Kingdom Hearts, two hours forty-five minutes. They made a movie of Kingdom Hearts coming in twenty eighteen. Why would it be nearly three hours long? It's supposed to be for children, for crying out loud. Amazing. 
Fall Guy, the John Stewart story, <laughs> the true life story of one of Hollywood's top stuntmen as well as some of the most spectacular stunts ever filmed. Fall Guy follows the life and times of legendary stuntman and director John Stewart. I've never heard of John Stewart. <laughs> that doesn't mean he's not very good though. And who plays John Stewart? Jason David Frank, the Green Ranger, who then becomes the White Ranger. Who then becomes an MMA fighter. Yes. This sounds even more terrible. The One Warrior from 2011. The One Warrior is a fantasy action piece that is loosely based on video adventure games. In our story, the character of the One Warrior finds himself in a mythical world where he must destroy the evil lord Shukata. But to do so, he must first fight his way through many challenges. These include dragons, the cursed sword of Damocles, the Samurai Six, not the seven samurai. Samurai six for legal reasons. The Amazon warriors are much, much more. With each level he passes through, the more powerful he becomes until the end where we realize, is it, it is really a man who must have been testing a new video game or was it? The truth may never be known. What the hell? Jason David Frank is one warrior. Totally bizarre. Running a lot faster than that. Yeah. It reminds me a bit of an alien queen, that thing. Yeah, it does. No, oh, that's it. They... They didn't like it that he was going to leave them behind. Yeah, they're going to leave him behind. It's definitely a death you don't expect. Yeah. Not for me. 
So I wonder if that's how he was supposed to die. Because in the obviously yeah. in the original script, he was supposed to die. But I think in a way, it is quite clever. Because obviously you can actually you can actually see his humanity. Yeah. There. Sorry about the uh, short and, and abrupt end to the show there. Um, for some reason, we had a bit of a problem with the audio. Hope you've enjoyed it, and we will be back next time. Thanks a lot.